0: It was also like a bit of a way to check as well, because if you, not everybody would know what that yeah, was yeah. unless you were, yeah, um, kind of part of it. So it was kind of like a way. It's like, oh yeah, I'm good to ego. It's like if someone's like, oh yeah, okay, ego, oh, yeah, I've been oh, there. You're uh, like, oh okay, gotcha. got you. <laughs> if they were like, oh what's that? You're like, oh that's fine. <laughs>
1: I am Kay Anderson, and you are listening to Lost Spaces, a podcast that mourns the death of queer nightlife. Every episode, I talk to a different person about a venue from their past, the memories they created there, and the people that they used to know. Unashamedly pop with a strong message. Ben Smith writes songs that dance around subjects and stories important to hear such as identity, queerness, community, and finding your own voice. We caught up to discuss Vibe at Eco, a Tuesday night queer student night in Edinburgh that he went to in the mid-noughties when he was studying at university. Like the first episode that I've done in, that's based in Scotland. I know. I feel, I
0: feel quite a bit. Of so it's really exciting, <laughs> yeah. um,
1: and and so I think it might be useful first of all um, to differentiate between England and Scotland because they're <laughs> they're really close to each other, but they're very very different in mm. terms of personality and uh, outlook. So why don't we start with
0: the the five, the five key differences? (laughs) Well, not to put you on the spot. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I guess um, uh, hmm, I'm very aware of being Scottish. I was aware of being Scottish when I grew up as well as an identity that was different from the rest of the UK. Uh Whereas I guess... I think in England, people wouldn't necessarily describe themselves as English, but maybe they describe themselves as like a Northerner or from Liverpool or a Londoner, Mm -hmm. whatever it may be, Um, where Scotland has a very strong identity as a whole. Um, So that kind of says quite a lot in itself, I guess, a little bit. Um, Oh, well, it's different. Yeah, I get there's loads of like strong kind of traditions with it as well that kind of come as part of that, Um, which, and sometimes you almost aren't really aware of them, but like when I moved to London, even just like saying like odd words and that, and I don't have a very strong Scottish accent, not from like Glasgow or, Mm -hmm. um, but then, you know, I'd sort of say things and suddenly people would be like, what? what you're saying and like i didn't to really you. notice yeah not necessarily understanding what i'm saying but just saying like words or phrases oh like, i see i um, see or yeah i don't know talking about things that you wouldn't do down here um, <laughs> um I'm intrigued what do you think? <laughs> that makes it sound much more exciting than Oh, okay. actually um,
1: yeah so but in terms of outlook between english and scottish people would you say that there are any kind of defining characteristics?
0: Just a bit of like romanticism in Scotland and like everyone loves the, the moody. I think we're in, in touch with being a bit moody. <laughs> 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 the moody skies. I don't know. It seeps into you a little bit. Um, I don't know. Lots of kind of arty thinkers and music and stuff as well. That's not really an outlook, but it's just... Mm. Um, and, yeah, definitely that kind of feeling of being, like, the underdog, I think, mm. when you think of the UK. Yeah. Um, which kind of, like, yeah, in some ways kind of, like, brings you together, a lot, like, a little bit, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you have big a moments. common enemy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, like, we're always terrible at football, and but, you know, you'd support it and, <laughs> and rugby and <laughs> everything else. <laughs> um, you know, you'd get involved and shout along. What about
1: darts? Are you good at darts?
0: Mm, well, I'm terrible at darts. Um, uh, but Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> I, I realise I'm not representing Scotland in darts. It's actually my secret. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just seems like a thing. Tiddlywinks. <laughs> curling? Um, Very good. Ooh. Mm. I've never done curling. I want to. Yeah, there were some people in my school who did it. <gasps> mm. What I think they were like curling champions. Which...
1: Was uh, But it wasn't like <coughs> not a in subject. my school. Okay, no. <laughs> not like actually in the school. <laughs> I went to a school where one of the classes was volleyball.
0: Great. Like,
1: yeah. It. It like in Australia. Yeah, in Australia. So they like they, yeah. It, I don't know if it was like something to do with preparing people for the Olympics or something. I don't know. Um, but. I think in, as well as PE, if you were on this kind of thing, you would have a volleyball class. So you'd do, like, five hours of volleyball mm-hmm. a week.
0: Like, Isn't that ad- weird? <laughs> in addition to PE. Yeah, yeah. PE and volleyball.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe I made that up. But, like, <laughs> but even if I did, like, just to do that much volleyball in a week, like, yeah. how hard <laughs> is volleyball? Hard. Have I guess you played it? it? <laughs> I guess it must be, but, like... It's just such a weird sport
0: to focus on. Well, I don't know. You've got sand, I guess. The sunset. <laughs> I don't think it was beach volleyball. It was okay. like, That's what I'm thinking about. It. <laughs> is there a difference? I
1: don't know. Well, is there? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I guess they didn't there must go to indoor... the beach to play. I
0: think we did do volleyball once in school as well. <laughs> like <laughs> once and that was it. <laughs>
1: and then the rest of the time it was curling.
0: Yeah, curling. Yeah. I used to play netball when I was in primary school. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. So there wasn't enough... um... So it was usually girls did netball, boys did football. But there wasn't enough girls in my school to do netball. So I uh, did netball. Valiantly. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like, absolutely loved it. Because my friends were the girls and I wanted to play netball. And I was scared of playing football and (laughs) didn't like it, so...
1: But did you have to wear a skirt?
0: Frank. No, I got to wear shorts. Oh, okay. <laughs> Disappointingly.
1: Yeah. Oh. The, the skirts with the flaps. Yeah, amazing, yeah, they're, yeah, Yeah, they're really
0: exciting. Pivot,
1: Great. Isn't that weird?
0: Um, Wait, I've never thought about this. Yeah, but then, so there was only, so we then competed against the other primary schools in all the villages. As and they made you
1: wear a wig? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yes, I still have that wig. Davina. <laughs> <interesting>. um, <laughs> no, but then the bigger schools it was all girls, so we were quite strange because it was me, me and Ali, who was a boy. So it was two boys in the team. Um, but then there was like one other school that also had a boy as well. We're like, ah, oh, interesting.
1: <laughs> but so, did you ever get weird looks from parents?
0: Um, yeah yeah i think sometimes but i think it was kind of fine in our village our village was quite yeah, small yeah. so it's yeah. kind of like oh well it was just no, it? Yeah, but yeah. then when you went elsewhere people were like oh that's weird or also my family as well i think i remember like aunts and uncles being like oh yeah so you you know in the football team he's like oh no he, i play netball <laughs> they're like what <laughs> 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 sort of like that shouldn't be happening why are you letting your child play netball oh was very good though i never got to be um goal attack though that was the best position
1: Goal attack. Yeah. So what
0: is that when you're blocking other So they you you're get at to, you, you get to shoot. Oh you get to shoot and you get to kind of run like most of the court. So it's split <laughs> split into three sections. Uh huh. So you got the middle section and then like the two end sections, I think, uh-huh. if I remember this correctly. So goal attack, you can kinda of, like run most of the court and also be in the shooting semicircle. Oh, so, so if only you... certain people got to shoot. Oh. Yeah. Otherwise you have to like past other people. And you can't run with it as well, so you've got to like take two steps. That's all you can take. And then pivot and then pass. Pivot. Yeah. Um
1: and you can't bounce the ball.
0: You oh. No, you can't like dribble.
1: But you can bounce ba- you can You can pass, pass it, it with a oh, bounce. With pass. A ba- okay. Yeah.
0: It's quite a good technique. <laughs> Sneaky. <laughs> um but yeah I was usually wing attack, um, which was like everything except you couldn't shoot so it's just a bit dull really so how did they choose who got to shoot was it like
1: sorry you're not good enough
0: um yeah you have to kind of like surely you were like shoot. one of the tallest well no oh I wasn't the tallest. the other boy who played he was the tallest and he was goalkeeper because he would just stand like <laughs> with his, his arms, arms really high above all these small girls and they'd be like that's unfair <laughs> Yeah, um, but he I'm was also kind of the with netball them. coach's son, so <laughs> he he kind of had to play netball. He didn't really get much choice. Oh, so he was, I was reluctantly. I there. was totally into. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: uh, uh, uh. oh. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, um, what what are we talking about today?
0: Well, so talking about nights that is no longer. Um. I feel like so I have. An, because I've listened to your podcast now as well, so I've been like... <laughs> feel You've been like, like Have you been planning? Have you been rehearsing? Yeah, well, no, but I feel like, uh, you know, it's been great. I'm really enjoying it, but it's like lots of like gossips and stories and amazing people and nights out. But I'm going to talk about like a student, <laughs> an LGBT student night in Edinburgh in the 2000s when I was a student. Um, so I feel, you know, it's kind of different, but it was also very much... A,
1: but surely there's tons lot. of gossip from those. Oh know? yeah, totally. I guess oh. I
0: just mean that it wasn't. It's not like a an amazing London club where you saw all these amazing characters and all that kind of stuff. But it was great oh. as well. Um, but
1: like, surely, like you, you pulled someone's hair back whilst they threw up in a toilet.
0: Um, maybe not in the club, but certainly afterwards. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so we got plenty of stories. Yeah, plenty of Yes,
0: Yes. Ego mm-hmm. at Vibe, mm-hmm. <laughs> <was a> <laughs> um,
1: and so yeah. So let's just discuss the name. So Vibe was the name of so Vibe the was the
0: name of the club, uh-huh. um, which, as far as I remember, was not a gay club. So that was just a club. But then the night Ego yeah was on a Tuesday night, and that was the the gay night at at Vibe, <laughs> which I don't really know what it was otherwise but i all i knew was you'd never go any other night
1: unless it was a tuesday Yeah, unless yeah. it was
0: a tuesday and then people were like oh you're going to egos like on a tuesday like oh okay it's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay i've got you figured yeah out. yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so being on a tuesday it like it was only students there was um, no.
0: well yeah so it was, it was a student night but also um i mean the scene there's a scene in Edinburgh but it's not huge um so it kind of was a great mix of yeah students I was a student at that time but then also there'd be lots of yeah people who were definitely not not students as well and it was just like it was a good mixture of um of everybody of all ages all genders all kind of coming together for a Tuesday night dance till three in the morning um I guess predominantly students but yeah I yeah I don't um I remember it being like really mixed as well and there's lots of lots of ages okay um yeah and so there were there
1: well-known predatory older people there (laughs)
0: um there was definitely some older people at the bar i remember who were kind of like the same faces every week um for sure a man who drank lots of red wine i remember he was always bopping around sort of had to kind of often red wine red wine stains over his shirt um and but then yeah lots of people who just it was a night that people would go to even if they weren't a student and they were just if they were queer and living in edinburgh and what night out during the week yeah that was the only option yeah otherwise in terms of a night a dancing night out otherwise you could go to the bars mm-hmm. um but well cc blooms which is still going strong have you been cc's <laughs> i
1: i have but yeah. like a long time ago but i mean it's named after bet midler's character yeah. in beaches and so right. it will always be iconic mm-hmm. and forever yeah. in yeah. my heart it's,
0: yeah forever forever going so i mean that was right like, and is still around um i can't remember if that was open like until three during the week as well at that point i'm pretty sure it is now like i think you can just go for it and yeah but, but they didn't always have the dance always, floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but in terms of, kind of like a night out for proper having a dance on a Tuesday, that was where you would go, <laughs> whether student or not. <laughs>
1: but so <clears> and so, the, generally, the scene in Edinburgh was just weekend stuff.
0: Um, yeah. So you had the pink triangle. I have the pink triangles, uh, which is where all the bars were. So you've got CC's uh and then habana which is still there i think next door to it which is a bar um and then planet out which i think is maybe now just called planet uh which was just down there so they were all like beside mm-hmm. the playhouse theater and then across like the roundabout to make this triangle um and then you had Viber Ego, which was sort of in the middle and then the street which is still there as well um which now has a late license i think so and the, the street morning. is a bar,
1: not a street. Street is a
0: bar, okay. the street. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the corner at the top of Broughton Street. Okay. Um so that was like, yeah, that was that was the gay. So not many options. Not many options. Um there was sometimes that other nights kind of popped up here and there. Um yeah, at different venues, like not in that area. Mm-hmm. Um in terms of the regular kind of bars, that was it. There was a couple of other bars that weren't in that area. That are still there. There's also the, um, the Regent. It's like a really nice, real ale pub um, up by Carlton Hill, uh, which is also an area to go and meet people, if you fancy, at night time. Uh, <laughs> <and then>, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh. Uh, so it's convenient. Mm-hmm. And then there was one called the Newtown Bar, which is more like a cruisy place that had mm. a disco space downstairs.
1: And you're doing air quotes for disco. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mean something else? Uh, it
0: was a dark a dark disco <laughs> it's a dark room downstairs so, but you could also dance as well um
1: ah, so just thrust uh, to the way, to that, the beat yeah yeah <laughs> uh, no longer exists anymore okay so dancing on a tuesday mm-hmm. at ego yeah what kind of music would you expect to hear
0: um so so when i was there this was um so very much my student time so it was like 2006 Two thousand eight, so some like indie stuff, um, whatever the kind of very much kind of mainstream kind of pop stuff going on. Really, um, they always used to play uh Queen, um, at the end of the night.
1: Um, Was it Don't Stop Me Now? Yeah. Oh (laughs) jeez.
0: Yeah, it's also very (laughs) studenty as well, but without fail, that was the end of the night song. Uh Oh, I think maybe then afterwards, unless I'm mixing this with another night, and um, then they played um on the Bonnie Bonnie Banks of Loch Lomond <laughs> like <laughs> I'll the high road and, da, 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 da. and that. <laughs> and and that was
1: a way of like making sure
0: people left. Yeah, kind of. I think they did <laughs> Don't Stop Me Now, and everyone's like, eh. and then everyone, yeah, and then everybody got together and like um, like everybody held hands and kind of like Aww. went in and out, kind of like a Hogmanay celebration at the end of the night yeah it's fun and that was like the signal okay it's time it's the time lights to go. Are coming up. yeah by that point the lights were on and you're like okay but then you could kind of like side over side, you know whoever you wanted to to like hold hands and do your lock moment
1: and did that ever work for you
0: um not all the time <laughs> i can't really remember there may have been may have been other occasion that might have worked It was usually with some Friends, so you'd have to kind of <clears throat> make sure you looked after each other at uh-huh. the, end of the night. Uh-huh. But then sometimes they'd already disappeared, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. into a basement each, bar somewhere. Each person for their own at that point. I guess. Um, <clears throat> and so, so
1: two thousand six to two thousand eight, and it was kind of poppy, kind of alternative. Yeah, were there were no, so songs that stand out.
0: Um, so there was an upstairs bit, which is, um. Yeah, it goes like very much kinda of mainstream stuff. And I'm like trying to think of what songs were going on at that time. I remember um that song Fascination being played quite a lot. It was like Danish or something. Oh, the bialphabet. Alphabet. Yes. Yeah. A lot of that. Um
1: Uh Any Girls Aloud.
0: Oh yeah, Girls Aloud for sure. That's <laughs> going on. Girls Allowed. Um I mean S Club I'm pretty sure it kept appearing. <laughs> it's Not never reach. gone away. Not reach. <clears throat> Uh yeah, oh definitely oh, I hate yeah. that one. Um a bit Robin was she around at that point. Mm. I feel that there's yeah. maybe some of that going on. Uh like Royks up kind of stuff. But then lots of very mainstream pop things as well, which was upstairs. But then there's a downstairs bar or club, which um uh, dance floor. <laughs> Uh, which was much more I can't I have, I have like a vague memories of downstairs but it's like a bit more like dancey oh okay. a bit more like hardcore techno as much as you can in Edinburgh. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe it was a little bit rocky as well I can't really I feel like maybe sometimes it's switched up so sometimes it's a bit more indie and rocky and then sometimes it's a bit more techno house
1: but you weren't interested in that because you were in the pop room.
0: Um, I kind of sweat You, I was kind of flitted between between the two. Uh huh. Um, downstairs, I think, was where you had to go to the smoking area as well. So, my student friends and I had got our little ten decks of fags on the way there. So we'd always pop out for sort of a chat about how the evening's going and <laughs> sort of bounce through that little area there. Yeah. That was a bit more of a kind of you could kind of. Bump into people. It's a bit more smoky. Mm. I think there was a fish tank down there as well in um, the smoking area, area, which seems like horrendous. That,
1: yeah, that's not I'm good.
0: Sure, there was, or at least looked like one yeah. <laughs> in the wall. Um,
1: <clears throat> so something that you just said uh, I, that I just want to ask some questions about. I. Um... <laughs> this no way of me really saying this without sounding I a loser, but I never had, like, a group of friends. So I would only ever go out on my own or with one other person. Mm. And so I've never gone, like, really very often gone out with a big group of people. Yeah. What, like... A- and you were just saying that you, like, met up in the smoking area to see how the night's going. Yeah. Did you go there with a group of people and then split up?
0: Um, yeah. So I was never with a huge group of friends. Uh-huh. Wasn't, um, there was... Yeah, sort of a handful of uh people that I knew. So my friend Duncan from uni. So we studied together. So he was my other gay friend (laughs) on the on the course. Uh so that was our Tuesday night haunt. Um and then Nigel's another friend that i went with there. So we'd usually kinda meet up and then there'd probably be other people that we knew there as well. So you'd kind of Mm -hmm. bump into other people there. Um And, uh, yeah, you'd kind of bump into other people there and can meet other people there. And then, uh, I think I was always a bit like worried about going off by myself at that point, I think. So I probably, but then...
1: Because you were like nervous about doing it or because you were worried about being perceived as a slag?
0: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um... Oh, I don't know, probably a bit both to be honest. Uh-huh. I think like there was loads of missed opportunities for me to have sex with strangers that I probably didn't take as a student because I was, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I was gonna, or make, yeah, making sure that your friends are kind of all right. But then, yeah, you would split off as well and kind of have a bit of a dance, maybe a bit of a snog if you're lucky. But then kind of come back together to regroup mm-hmm. at the end of the night. I think it was like a sort of unwritten code um but yeah my friend had on early in student days he like went home with someone and to this hotel and had like a quite a bad experience like he like tried to steal his phone and like and i'd let him go off with this guy oh so like after then i think we were like really a bit more like careful about who if we left If someone, if a friend left the club Mm. with someone sort of just checking that they're okay as much as you can. (laughs) No, in that kind of scenario.
1: And so, without like veering into like a faux therapy session, um, do you always feel responsible for everyone else?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, very much. I think I've always kind of had that. Well, so I also worked at Vibe as well. Good (laughs) segue. Yeah. So but I yeah, and that was how I first went there actually as well. But yeah, I feel like um yeah, I always feel like I need to have kind of some sort of role, which may be like looking after friends or something. I'm like the person who'd go to a party and like need to be making the drinks or I need to kind of know Uh okay. My position a little bit. Um I don't really know where that came from, but
1: No. So know your position in relation to the rest or...
0: Yeah. Or like, yeah, being able to kind of, yeah, kind of look after other people or uh, not all the time. I would yeah. definitely get messy myself as well.
1: Yeah. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. But I think, yeah, well, I don't know. You always kind of feel like you kind of, I do anyway, always split into different people or different roles within different groups
1: depending on what depending the gap on is
0: with, yeah and depending on what the dynamics are yeah yeah i feel like i'll always kind of balance off like if i'm with a group of like extroverts, i'll probably be quite Intru- quiet yeah. <laughs> yeah uh however if it's the opposite way around, then i'll be the one that's like okay let's go let's i'll bring the conversation in yeah um
1: that i i i feel like yeah i've uh i'm the same way mm. um that's an exhausting isn't it
0: yeah i think it's yeah and then then to not actually figure out who you, who like you, who you really you are. are when you're on your own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Then you're like, oh, I don't really know who I <laughs> I think also, yeah, and that I've always done, even mm. as a student, I guess like, I was always like working as well. And so I was and always doing lots of l- part time jobs, and I still do as well. And like as a freelancer as well, you are like loads of different people to loads of different people. Yeah. <laughs> so you can kind of be like, wear like 10 different hats in one day not think about it too much um mm. but i think people would perceive you in different ways
1: yeah, yeah. and it's yeah and it's that, that all that weird thing about like am i doing this just to make the the situation smoother yeah. or am i doing this to please everyone else yeah, yeah. And not thinking about my own needs oh yeah
0: definitely definitely some people pleasing in there as well yeah, yeah it's weird isn't it
1: so yeah, it's weird. And it's like it's not um, a conscious thing as well. So you can't. Yeah. It's, it's harder to stop that behavior. Anyway, yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Deep dive into that. Deep, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, what, what else is going on? Um, uh, so you just talked about the, like, working there.
0: Yeah. So my first, so I was a student at this time as well. Um, so studying classical music at Napier Uni in Edinburgh, um, and but bef- before that, before I moved to Edinburgh, I'd taken uh, a year out, um, and I was I didn't go tra- I didn't go traveling. I instead moved to Glasgow, and worked uh, in a coffee shop and tried to do gigs, and, <laughs> you know, make it big. Um, which didn't really happen But you know, I had a good time um, But
1: you only gave yourself
0: a year Yeah, like, just well, a year, you know it's I'm still not not trying time. <laughs> <laughs> um, But I was also So Back when I was in school I ended up sitting, setting up With my friend Charlene And Ashley, uh, We set up like an advice centre In our school uh-huh. to do um, So people would come and chat to us And we called it the living room and people would come <laughs> people would come along and like tell us there were problems um and we would like offer advice and stuff what? I don't know right this is it sounds like, big well, and you were allowed to do like <laughs> um
1: this school let you do yeah this? we
0: weren't actually we weren't, like counseling people but it was like an information base okay so we also then end up running like workshops as well so it was all like it was then like peer education had just suddenly become a um, buzzwords uh-huh. and so we were for whatever reason had shown some sort of interest in it and then were like thrown into doing this which is how I ended up getting into youth work and doing it but yeah at that age I have no idea how they I mean I knew absolutely nothing but there I was like trying to
1: dishing out advice, dishing, dishing out advice. <laughs> or at least handing out leaflets that gave
0: advice um yeah quite odd uh explains a lot of <laughs> a lot of where I've gone with my work, I think, but, um, yeah, I didn't really know anything. But I learned a lot about facilitating workshops at that point because I didn't know anything. So I would just always be like, but what do you think? <laughs> and then I uh, realized that actually that's what it's all about. That's, really. the, ho- that's, that's the, the only skill whole, you that's need. It. That's all I need. <laughs> I've built a career off of that for a long time. Um, so when I moved to Glasgow, I ended up uh, working for a charity called LGBT Youth Scotland, <laughs> um, who are still around. Great charity. Kind of does what it says in the tin. So it's like a youth charity for... LGBT young people in Scotland. Um, So I was doing some like music and drama workshops then, I think. Um, And then ended up, when I moved to Edinburgh to study, I got like, I used to work at the Glasgow branch of it, and I got Mm -hmm. transferred to the Edinburgh branch of it all. Um, And uh, one of the jobs that I was given and things that did then was outreach. So they'd go out, they'd do schools workshops, which were great, which I absolutely loved. And we'd go into schools and chat about LGBT issues. Um, but then they also did sexual health outreach as well. So the job that I had at Five Ego was to stand and hand out condoms. <laughs> and lube. <laughs> and lube, okay, yeah. Good. condoms And femidoms, uh, badges as well, um, pens. Yeah, so how does a femidom work? Um, it's kind of just like a, sort of like a, a big sheet of latex. Uh-huh. That, um sort of like a condom that's been cut. But it's okay. not actually a condom that's been cut, but it's just a patch of latex that then you're supposed to use for oral sex. So okay. that could be. And so you, are you, when you're using it, you are you to
1: supposed be. to hold it?
0: Yeah, like hold it in place. Oh, okay. Really impractical. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure hmm. not widely used. Um, mm. Hey, but I may be wrong. Um, but you know, there, there were a thing that we had as part of this. So they had a scheme called C C card. Which I don't know, I think was an Edinburgh based thing, but I think it's maybe elsewhere as well. See, so like this, the letters. Letter like letter yeah, okay. You know, like condom card. Oh, okay. I'm not sure, oh but, okay. So you'd sign up to it and get free condoms, uh-huh. but, So we used to have it at the youth, so we had ran youth groups as well in Edinburgh. So we'd have uh, C cards so you could get, come in and get get your condoms, etc. cetera. Um, so then we also used to do this at um, Vibe as well. So that was my first experience actually I think of that night was then turning up for the shift mm-hmm. <laughs> so then i met, a friend, met my friend nigel who i uh worked with for many years um in the streets and then we in yeah, the yeah in the public street <laughs> not actual street and then yeah then took me there and so then i was like standing in the door being the condom guys uh-huh. um so yeah so often i was doing that at the start of the night. Oh okay. Um, maybe until I don't know, like midnight, one o'clock or something, and then maybe we'd then have a little dance okay. for a couple of hours afterwards. Ah,
1: yeah. so um, so my first question, uh, was what was the, like the weirdest kind of question? Like you know, extending this thing about advice, what what was the weirdest question or piece of advice that people sought from you at that in the club when or... you were yeah giving out? Well,
0: I mean, so it's quite a weird. I mean, you're kind of inviting lots of yeah. Attention. Yeah, and often quite love. Well, everyone has been drinking and like um and everyone head? like it like yeah, you're uh, to get condoms. Yeah, and so... like
1: deep down, everyone is like a fourteen year old child. Oh, entirely, yeah, like... yeah. So everyone
0: used, like people would just like giggle or um like rip open the condoms in front of you. Um, or they would just tell divulge all their sex life to you. <laughs> Um, like apropos of nothing or yeah, like kind of really yeah yeah <laughs> or they kind of notice you and then come back or they'd come back and then be like oh yeah i need to have like loads of condoms because i'm gonna have like so much sex tonight <laughs> okay <laughs> um or or they'd be like oh um so at that point prep wasn't yeah. around so uh, we i think i can't really remember the, but i think we had to give out condoms we couldn't just give out lube
1: I oh think. i see
0: that might be wrong, but I sort of have, a, or at least we had to have the, a bit of a discussion around it as well. Yeah. Um, but quite often people would be like, oh no, I don't use condoms. And they just going to try and grab all the lube. <laughs> and then you'd be like, okay, well let's have a chat. Like, well, it's like, oh, <laughs> let's have a chat I about, your really want to talk about your sexual yeah. health. <laughs> uh, so yeah, weird. And then you're also trying to like advertise like the youth group as well. Cause it, the youth group were up to the age of 25. So it was like 18 to 25 mm. group as well. Um, so yeah really uh interesting uh people would come on to you like
1: well yeah and that's what i was gonna like that was know. my follow-up question yeah. so like when is there a, I, I was assuming people would come up come on to you yeah like when you were off
0: shift but was um, it when you oh, were on were, like, shift as well during shift as well yeah people would kind of just um
1: like can you show me how to use this yeah oh yeah oh, <laughs> show me how to
0: use it. Oh, which which size do you, <laughs> which size do you use? what do you like to do um I remember lots of girls as well kind of trying it on quite a lot um so yeah which yeah yeah power
1: of a condom dispenser
0: yeah I don't know you know it's uh magical time <laughs> um did anyone complain t- about the quality of the lube and condoms um oh yeah definitely yeah so it was like the little sashes of lube like it was you know, the, it's like the that, free that, stuff that sticky, yeah sticky
1: horrible right. stuff oh.
0: it's not like the quality yeah like the quality <laughs> but hey you know it's free and we're promoting good sex no i know i know i know but... um but yeah really i mean really great but yeah so you would kind of stand for quite a few hours in the entrance and like just have lots of Conversations about sex. Lewd. But you know, and also people would kind of like sometimes just come and chat to you as well. And like it's like that sort of thing about almost like it gave people permission to kind of yeah, yeah. open up to you a little bit. And so, yeah, you'd have loads of like really interesting conversations people, tell you the whole life stories and just because you're that guy that's <laughs> standing with the condoms. I don't know. It's already quite odd. So it's like, oh well, may as well yeah have a chat to you. And people who were like there by themselves as well, I remember would come up and we'd often get. The same faces would come back and like sort of like the regulars would be like okay oh it's your turn to chat them to this week like, uh, yeah. uh, uh. Um, is this the
1: guy with the wine on him <laughs> oh yeah i don't there? think he ever came for <laughs> he was afterwards at the bar
0: like, hey. um and so we did that in a few that was the main one we did but then we did a couple of other bars as well uh-huh. um and there was another night that kind of opened called ghq gay headquarters <laughs> <laughs> no longer exists but that was next door um so then we used to do it there as well um and then once we're done then have a little have a little dance with a bag full of condoms <laughs> or sometimes half a bag full of condoms if it'd been a good night you know <laughs>
1: you measure the success of the night by having we used to get them away. out
0: in the, um so we used to do it out like on the streets as well um so to wear like young people might be hanging out obviously of age young people so 16 plus um like in like skate parks and hanging out and And mcdonald's we don't we never went into mcdonald's but that kind of vibe um but i remember once i was on a date with this guy walking through edinburgh and then these like teenagers were like oh johnny Man." man And so they ran out because they knew me as the guy. That, and they were like, oh, have you got any condoms on you? And I was like, no. <laughs> so this guy that was on a date with was like, what? Why have these teenagers come and asked you, why do you hand out condoms to you?" And that was, I just, we never saw after that, I think. Aww. Yeah. But, you know, hey.
1: Um, okay. So, so you go. if we're back in, if we're back in ego, through your whole student life, so it's like two, like two uh, kind of so it's years. two, yes. Yeah, so was that, were you working the whole time?
0: Or... Um, yeah, I was always doing, yeah, I was always working as a youth worker and outreach worker when I was a student. So I used to run the youth groups as well. Um, so yeah, that was my way to kind of, yeah, have money as I was a student. But also, yeah, I mean, I guess it was quite interesting. It was all very kind of random that I fell into it, but that was my work instead of having to work in a, in a bar or whatever else other students were doing working in jobs and i don't know um i was doing that which was yeah which was really lucky i think and i is how i end up kind of going into youth work and working in the charity sector and all that kind of stuff but um and it meant you didn't have to pay for entry and it meant i didn't have to pay for entry and we'd always stare and have a nice little dance afterwards <laughs> sometimes we'd go i on working i think we did it like once a month maybe so then no doubt we were there also, oh, okay it's also a very small place though so like as you know edinburgh is quite a small city so you, yeah he would uh know <laughs> know everybody within that club quite easily um so then people would kind of recognize you as the man that gave out condoms <laughs> the
1: man i told all my sexual history to <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, right um so yeah, quite a quite an odd role, but quite an interesting role as well. But um, yeah, I felt—I mean, I was just a student then as well, so like again, it was like, <laughs> don't really know what I knew <laughs> more than anything else. But I think I was—I'm always very good at able just to yeah ask questions back and make listen. people feel
1: placated. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: was it? But was there anything actually
0: scary that people asked you? Was it all? Oh yeah, I mean, I can't think of like specifics off the top of my head, but. Yeah, for sure. There was, like, definite times when people would say things that we'd have to, like, follow up with a little bit. or And there was, like, a system to to report things, if anyone could have mentioned anything.
1: But no one, like, showed you their dental warts or anything? No,
0: no. That's a shame. I don't know. Did anyone? I think they might have told me about them. And asked me about sexual health stuff. And I'd be like, oh, I'm not a sexual health nurse. <laughs> i literally just get out a condom. <laughs> I'm not qualified to look at anything. <laughs> but here's a condom. <laughs> Use it next time, I know. But don't have sex with anyone because you're, <laughs> you're highly infectious. <laughs> <laughs> Go and see your doctor.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Um, okay, so back to the club. What does it? What is the layout? We've already talked about the downstairs and an upstairs. When you walk through the front door, what's um, what happens?
0: Yeah, so it's kind of very Edinburgh, like it's grand kind of entrance up some steps and there's a big door um, where I think the boats are kind of stood. And then there was like a, a corridor, which I think was red, pretty sure. And that's where we used to stand and hand out condoms. <laughs> <laughs> but it was also like quite fancy, uh, kind of like fancy. I mean, time might, this might be slightly rose tinted um but i feel like it was quite a fancy entrance i always felt like you were able to kind of make an entrance and sort of mm. swan in a little bit and there might be people kind of hanging around at the top of the stairs and also just kind of bit before you came into the bar so i feel like you kind of waltz in slightly and sort like of strut. make it yeah like make a bit of an entrance i think maybe there's a coat check there somewhere beside me handing out condoms and i'm not sure like somewhere around that area um and then in the upstairs bit was the main bit. So there was just like a big bar on the right. Um and then just like a big kind of a nice room, but it's like a really big room. <laughs> um and then the DJ was at the back on like a raised raised stage. And they also had like a catwalk, um, <laughs> which was just tables all shoved together. But um or like I don't know if there were tables, but like in a big okay stage things. i'm getting all <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm getting all, all health and safety like <laughs> oh my god people are gonna fall like, <laughs> um but yeah i mean didn't feel like that well put together to be honest but um yeah so there was a kind of stage with then like a, a catwalk bit that jutted uh-huh. out into the middle of the room um which you could which people would all then at some point get up yeah. and then everyone would at some point probably do a bit of a, a catwalk down the middle and like just and, kind of happened naturally
1: and, uh, so was that there for performances or was it just
0: there mm, to dance? i don't think i never saw any performances there but everybody would everybody would try and perform themselves Obviously. on the night yeah, I, You yeah. know, it was just it was like you know there was a moment in the night where you'd like look at your friends and be like let's it's time it. let's for get up stage, there. Yeah. you know and then you'd kind of get up there i feel like that's where you'd always kiss someone on the stage as well I don't know why. Maybe that was just me. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was up, a smoke yeah. machine around there as well. So like it was all a bit more exciting and that you could kind of like hide amongst the crowd on the stage. Um and then jump off.
1: I love that thing. <laughs> I love that thing when there's a stage on the dance like next yeah. to the dance floor, or whatever, and then there's always these like before anyone's on there, there's always these moments of oh, people yeah. like looking at each these... other like oh, Should, we, Shall do we, it? Do should it? we do it? It's really naughty. Yeah. Like there's it's not a first one Yeah. On. yeah. <laughs>
0: And then, of course, it ends night everybody's trying to get on there. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like there's no <laughs> space. You're like falling off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then, and then there's two. So DJ was kind of up at the back. Um, DJ James Longworth was his name, ah. um, and he had like two big speakers. So as I've uh, since my brother um, is two years older than me, and he used to go to Ego <laughs> before I was a student. And he had this whole like life there, which I did not witness because when I was, we kind have missed, I think he'd left Edinburgh at that point. Um, but yeah, he used to go there all the time and he used to like, he used to know the DJ and he used to dance on top of the speakers, <laughs> which he's like, I, I never saw that happen, but yeah.
1: So your brother is queer.
0: My brother's gay as well. Um,
1: so does that mean, so what does that mean? <laughs> like, like, uh. Sorry, I know what that means. But, like, in terms of your social life in Edinburgh, like, you've already discussed it being quite a small city. Yeah. Like everyone knows everyone.
0: Well, we um we never really overlapped, I think, luckily, <laughs> probably. We didn't go to the same university. So he went to one that was slightly outside of the city. Yeah. Um, but he... So, yeah, when he was in his first year, which I think is when the speaker and dancing happened, <laughs> I was still at school. Um, and then, people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <Catholic> people. Still. <laughs> um, and then, so then his second year, that was when I was living in Glasgow, and then his third year, when I became a student, he had then because he did um French and German, I, so he had to go and study abroad for yeah. a year. So that year, then he was abroad. Yeah. So that was when I came into Edinburgh like fresh face, the new. Gay brother in town, but to
1: how? Yeah, <laughs> the new, <laughs> the new gay. Um, the, but how often did you meet people and then find out that they knew your brother?
0: Um, not that often to be honest, because we were on different campuses. Uh-huh. Um, then, in terms of that kind of side stuff, we didn't really cross over. Um, but you know where my questioning is leading, don't you? Did we... Did you? Did you sleep with
1: the same people? <laughs>
0: Um, I think we maybe figured out that that happened, like, once. Okay. With someone. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird... I mean, you have to kind of maybe
1: just accept it and go with it, but... I think we... Yeah,
0: it didn't really have to... I think we probably didn't really question it too much. Yeah. Because otherwise... Should we do that now? (laughs) 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 Yeah. I mean, I'm sure... Yeah. Well, I mean, in terms of that night... Well, I didn't know, like, until years later that he had had this whole... He knew the DJ was this, like a boss. this, this, a this old dancing dancer. on speaker. I was like, "What? Okay." I love how that's how you define like his rebelliousness. Or his yeah. <laughs> so you know, we'll have to get him on and ask him what his experience was. Sounds like it was more exciting than mine. I don't know. I was doing a job, handing out condoms. He was yeah, like,
1: "Yeah, but you snogged people on the, the stage." I mean, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, we never. Uh, I think we did live together at some point, but. Then that night closed. So I then went, I studied in America for six months um, uh, as part of my degree and then came back and Vibe had closed. And I was like, oh, that's it. Oh. Yeah. Um, so I don't think we're ever really in that club together. <laughs> probably, <laughs> luckily. But then also probably quite strangely. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, because that would have been weird giving now, condoms to yeah. your brother as well, wouldn't mm. it? Yeah. yeah. Did you ever go to Vibe at Ego? Well, if you did, I would love to hear from you. If you have any photos uh, or stories or anecdotes from that time, please do share. You can reach me on social media Twitter and Facebook and Instagram uh, with the username K Anderson Music. And if you'd like to find out more about Ven, you can follow him on Instagram at Vensmith. Double N S M Y T H. Lost Spaces is not only a podcast, but a concept record as well. I've been writing songs about queer venues and the people who used to live their lives there, and will be releasing songs over the next year. You can hear the first single, Well Groomed Boys, which is also playing underneath my talking right now on all streaming platforms. If you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you subscribed or left a review on Apple podcasts or failing all of that if you just told someone who you think might be interested. I am Kay Anderson and you have been listening to Lost Spaces.